This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Do you take any natural health products? People who do often swear by them, and they're passionate about them, even though there's often no real evidence that they work. An editorial in today's Canadian Medical Association journal is calling on the federal government to crack down on natural health products, which the author argues are poorly tested and can do patients more harm than good compared to conventional medicine. He says there's a double standard when it comes to the proof that manufacturers have to provide showing that these things work. Of course, the College of Naturopaths totally disagrees with this and says there is already enough oversight. I'd like to hear what you think. What do you take? Uh, Do you believe it works for you or not? What do you think about stricter standards? The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Right now, I'm going to the author of this editorial, Dr. Matthew Stanbrook of UHN is a deputy editor uh, at the Canadian Medical Journal and an associate professor at the University of Toronto. Dr. Stanbrook, thanks so much for joining us. Good afternoon. Pleasure to be here. Okay, so uh, give us an idea. What are the difference? What's the difference in the rules for testing and for proof for these natural products as opposed to more conventional products? Right now, uh, there's a two-tiered system for approving over-the-counter drugs and and natural health products. So a drug, to be licensed, has to submit scientific evidence that its product does what it claims to do from studies in human beings where it measures outcomes and shows that those were really approved. And Health Canada looks at that carefully and scrutinizes it and makes a decision to improve it or not, and then gives it a license. A natural health product undergoes none of those steps. It simply has to show that someone somewhere at some point in history has used this natural product for a health reason somehow and and show evidence of that. And that really is it. There's no need for scientific evidence to be presented. There's no uh, scrutiny by Health Canada of, of that evidence. And then those products can get a license and appear side by side uh, on the shelf with a drug, with a label that you know looks similar to the drug, with health claims that look similar to the drug, but with a completely different uh, evidence base behind it. And the average consumer has no real way of telling the difference between those two. Mm-hmm. Now, the College of Naturopaths says that every natural health product has to get one of these numbers from Health Canada, and they have undergone some scrutiny. How do you respond to that? The level of scrutiny for a natural health product is so slim and so minimal that it's really a joke. There is no comparison between what a natural health product has to do to get licensed and what a drug has to do to get licensed. A, a pharmaceutical company has to spend a lot of time, effort, and money uh, to have its scientists work to generate proper research that actually documents this. None of that applies to a natural health product. The two processes could not be more different. How much 
testing is there to see what's actually in them. One of the things that really, really concerned me, I think it's a couple of years now, uh, there was a study of a bunch of these natural health products. I think it was an American study. And it showed that they did not contain the things they were supposed to contain and did contain other things. Right. And that's believed to be widespread based on studies like that in the natural health products industry. And part of the reason that can happen is that uh, Health Canada, and, and the FDA in the United States is the same actually, has no power to inspect the manufacture of natural health products, to uh, demand recalls of products that are harmful, that, that it has for drugs. It has those powers for drugs, but not for natural health products. So when there's no oversight, when there's no uh, inspection of quality control, it's not surprising that there will be lapses in, in that sort of thing. And People, you know, can be putting anything they want into there without fear that someone's going to come looking because they can't. Mm -hmm. Uh, So um, what is it that you would like to see happen? Right now, Health Canada is proposing to change the regulatory structure in in a fundamental way, which would be a very good thing. And some of the things it's talking about doing is getting rid of this two-tier system and creating a single system where um, the same rules apply to everyone and and requirements for uh, a license are based on perceived risk. They would require scientific evidence for any health claim put forward for any product, and they're considering expanding the government's powers to recall, um, relabel, and fine manufacturers if necessary, just as they presently have for drugs. And they're even considering uh, putting a disclaimer on products that have not had scientific evidence vetted by Health Canada to make it clear that that's the case. All of those are good things. Uh, I think um, we need to go further than that because part of the way the industry makes its money is by confusing the the average member of the public into thinking that what's it's getting what it's getting is the same as a drug based on science, and that's going to happen as long as these products sit right next to real drugs on on the same shelves. I think to properly inform consumers, we need to separate those products in the pharmacies, and we should have. Uh, products that have scientific evidence behind them be uh, under the shelves that say what they're for, like pain relief or cough and cold revenues. You should have to have science behind your claims to be able to be there. Products that want to be sold without that evidence should be in a separate section called alternative remedies or natural products or whatever you like, but a clear physical separation so that in the consumer's mind, it can be clear that some things have science behind them and other things don't. I, I think that there, I've, I think I've seen in pharmacies that they are kind of on different shelves. Some pharmacies do that, and I think that's fine, but there's no requirement to do that right now. And certainly in the big retail pharmacies I visit, you see these products side by side routinely. And uh, is there a lobby uh, or something like that uh, working against that? Of course there is. So the natural health product industry is a a multi-billion dollar industry, and so they've been actively involved in, in the public consultations that Health Canada is putting on right now. They've uh, launched their own public campaign against this proposal, and it, 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 they're conveying the sense that Health Canada is trying to take these supplements away from people, and you know people will be deprived of the supplements they depend on, which is 
true. There's nothing about this that would stop the sale of them. This is just about informing the public about what these products are and what they aren't, what they can do and what isn't proven. There's nothing about you know stopping companies from putting these products forward as long as they play by the rules. Okay, um, Dr. Stanbrook, let's uh, take a couple of calls. We've got Joan in Oshawa. Hi, Joan. Hi, Libby. <clears throat> well, I've been had both drugs for medical problems and natural pro- natural products. I've been taking natural products for over 30 years, and it works a lot better than man-made drugs. And what, what makes you so certain of that? Well, I've tried different medications, different drugs for different problems. And in four cases, I've had a lot of backlash um, in, uh, how would you call it, other problems from the medication. Side effects. Yes. And I do not trust man-made drugs for several reasons. One of them being a lot of the uh, different products that go into drugs are harmful. You're you're talking about the uh, other stuff, the binders and things. Well, yes, and uh, they're you know they're problematic. Well, the, I I think they they also have to be tested and shown to be okay. Though some people yes, might disagree natural, with some of them. Naturopathic medications have been tested. Uh, 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 not all of them, but uh, quite a few of them have been tested, and it's been documented in different. Uh, um, how would you call it, uh, articles um, in, uh, oh, uh, how would you call it, uh, naturopathic uh, articles. Um, okay, uh, Dr. Stanbrook, what do you have to say to that? So a number of interesting things came up in that comment. Uh, she uses the phrase man-made drugs, it's important to recognize that the natural health products are also man-made. Someone is taking these and processing them and putting them in a capsule. And if the point is that these things come from plants and that makes them somehow different, I'd like to point out that many of the drugs we use come from plants as well. So this distinction between natural and artificial, man-made and not, is, is wrong. There, there really is no difference between drugs and natural health products in that regard at all. Now, uh, she makes a common statement about having experienced side effects from drugs. There is no question that side effects can occur with all drugs and that you don't get side effects from any natural health products. The reason for that is because drugs have effects. You don't get side effects if you don't have effects. Many natural health products are free from side effects because they actually don't do anything. They are placebos. And so they are, they are popular among people because they don't do anything bad, and people think that's better than a, a product they've experienced that has done harmful things, and that's understandable, but you don't get a free ride, which is what people want. If you hope to have something that's going to treat your medical condition, relieve your symptoms, then that, that substance has to be able to do something to the body, has to change the body in some way to do that. Any product that can do that has, the, has to have the potential for adverse effects. So you, you can't have one without the other, and, and wishing for one without the other just isn't rational. Okay, uh, let's go to Al in Brantford. Hi, Al. Hi. I have a good question for our friend there. Okay. I, I had a doctor that trained in Hong Kong and, and then went to Australia, trained more there and into Europe and into England, Ireland, and over to Canada. And 
he told me one of the number one one of the number one things they do in Europe that doctors prescribe naturopath stuff way ahead of uh, uh, man-made chemical drugs. Now, I, my own personal experience, I, I, I started doing something with him, and we've left it, and it's been that way for years, and I've had no problem. But they are tested in Europe, or they wouldn't be, he said, on the shelf. Well, like what? Like bad bad side effects of no, any no, kind. No, 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 I mean... And a, de- it, and a definite working... I forget the word terminology he used, but it definitely did work. And if you go to the European, but drug, what what product pharmaceutical industry? What product are you talking about? In my particular case, mm, yeah. All right, I'll tell you. Sulfamino and lycopene. Uh, they oh. wanted to do an uh, an operation on me. Oh, geez, fifteen, eighteen years ago at least now. And I he tried. He gave me the option to try this or go and do the other. I've been taking this ever since, and I've never had a problem. Dr. Stanbrook? Um, Well, I'm glad the gentleman's feeling well. That's the important thing no matter what. Um, I can't speak exactly to what is done in Europe. I can say that doctors here in Canada, as well as in other parts of the world, some doctors do provide natural products to their patients along with conventional medicine. Uh, I think most physicians in Canada don't. And th- those are variations of individual practice. There's nothing to stop physicians from using natural remedies if they want to, as long as they, you know, adhere to the standards of the medical profession, which means that you have to offer medical therapy when it's indicated. Um, so um, that, that's sort of the, the state of things. And in, in terms of the, the research done the, behind natural health products, it's important to know that scientific studies that have been done, and there is research out there published in scientific journals, well-designed, the overwhelming majority finds that these products do not work. There's been a, a billion dollars in Canada spent on research on natural health products. The overwhelming majority finds it does not work. So that's what the science says. Most of these products do not work when you put them to the test. Okay, Al, thanks for your call. Uh, What about the argument, Dr. Stanbrook, that it's very difficult uh, to test these products in the same way that you would test a drug? Uh, I'd like to hear an explanation of why that is. These things come in a pill. They uh, can be given to people. People can be given a matching pill that doesn't have them in it. That's what we do with drugs. You can measure how they have an effect on disease just the way you can in drugs. That, that argument doesn't hold water at all. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. Let's go to Nada in Orton, Ontario. Hi, Nada. Hi there. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Go great, ahead. Great to be on the call. Well, I'd have to say that um, there are studies that have been done. I've been taking Neolife products for over 26 years. Sorry, which products? Pardon me? Which products? Neolife. Okay. Been around for 60 years, an international company in over 55 countries worldwide. Um, I used to be a police officer in Toronto 20, over 20 years ago and struggling with a lot of health challenges. My mom was actually um, had, also had severe crippled with arthritis and also fibromyalgia. So we were introduced to this whole food supplement company for health reasons only, and the products changed my life. I'm in my 50s now. I feel younger now than I did then when I was in my 20s and 30s. I no longer have any arthritic pain, no digestive trouble, no allergies. So my is, mom that, is, sorry, is this food? What, what, what exactly are you taking? 
Well, omega-3 fish oil from Neolife and a food-grade glucosamine and essential lipids and phytosterols from whole grain. The studies um, that have been published by this company are peer-reviewed. Um, they have, uh, we've been published in medical journals. Uh, I researched the company for a long, long time. I even left my job as a police officer to educate and help people understand that there is a difference between whole food supplements and some of the supplements that are out there on the market today. Okay, Nada, we'll uh, get a response from Dr. Stanbrook. Thanks for your call. Um, I have to say, I've seen studies showing that omega-3, uh, if you take it as a supplement, does not work. Uh, and uh, in terms of the other stuff, the glycosamine, uh, I gather that it does work for some people. Um, that's what I've heard sports medicine uh, doctors say. Got to say that I tried it. didn't work for me, Dr. Stanbrook. Uh, am I correct? <laughs> Uh, in, in general, yes. I mean, there is research on these individual products. Some of it in, sometimes there are individual natural health products that in some context have been shown to be beneficial. For example, omega-3 supplements have been shown in, in pregnant women to reduce the risk of asthma in their children. Um, that was a randomized scientific study. That doesn't mean that they will work for other things. You know, if you're 50 and have arthritis, they'll help you. Um, so the fact that it can be effective in one context doesn't mean that it's effective in all contexts. And, you know, that people often extrapolate very limited uh, uh, narrow scientific evidence to a broader area or extrapolate beyond um, what, what the, the science has actually said into something the science didn't say. My understanding of the evidence behind glucosamine, since you brought it up, is when you put it all together, it, it doesn't show a benefit, but I know the individual trials have, have varied in that outcome. Yeah, I mean, and uh, at the end of the day, uh, our last caller, Nada, said she's convinced that if she's had it changed her life. I mean, it's hard to argue with that. The important thing is that people feel better, and, and like I say, if people are taking this stuff and they think it helps them and they want to keep on taking it, there's no problem with that. The concern is instead with people who are looking for something to relieve a specific problem and want to get a real drug and by mistake are getting things that are, are not based on science when that is what they want, and that that's happening to a lot of Canadians without their knowledge. Okay. Um, Dr. Stanbrook, what would you like to leave us with? Uh, I just think that everyone needs to inform themselves about any drug or, or natural health product they put into their body. If you're going to the pharmacy, look at the label and make sure you understand what you're getting. If your health professional is telling you that this treatment is right for you, get them to explain how it's going to work for you in a way that you can understand. If your health professional, whoever they are, can't do that, then you may want to ask some questions about what you're really getting. Okay. Uh, Dr. Matthew Stanbrook, thank you so much for that. Pleasure to be with you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye now. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.